Hey guys, the other day I had a group that I just really started to get associated with invite me down to Memphis for an event. My response was, hey, let's do it. I also, this week, had another man at our jujitsu gym mention, and it was somewhat jokingly, that he was joining the Catholic Church and may need a sponsor. You know, we talked about being Catholic before and what have you, and that, you know what? Yeah, let's do it, right? I told him, if you need one, I'm there. And then also at the same jujitsu gym, I was asked a couple weeks ago if I had ever thought about coaching. <laughs> Got through all the, all the conversations about it, and today I received the information and signed up for the classes to become a coach. So what does all this have to do with leadership? I'm going to get into that here in just a minute. Leaders are not born in a womb. They are forged through heat, pressure, and a whole lot of sweat. The Fireforge Leader Podcast serves the audience through exploring leadership at work, in the community, and with the family. Using a practical perspective and real-life experiences from the host, Steve Baumgartner, and his guests in The Forge. Now, it's time to enter The Forge with the Fireforged Leader. What is up, leaders? Welcome to the Fireforged Leader Podcast. I'm Steve Baumgartner, your host and founder, and I would like to take you on a journey of the forge where we're going to explore lessons together learned on the front lines of leadership. Before I really dive into this topic today, I'm asking for your help. You know, this podcast is doing pretty well. We've been on this journey for a little bit over a year. But it's starting to slow down in its growth. And the people that I talk to find a lot of value in this podcast. But the problem is with podcasts, unless there's a whole bunch of promotion around it, generally what they end up doing is plateauing. I have a full-time job, people. But I want this podcast to really reach as many people that need to hear this message. And to do that... We have to band together to drive it up in the charts so that I can continue creating this content for y'all. The way that you get to help is simply by getting out there to your podcasting app. And right now, we're a fan fave on Apple Podcasts, so I'd recommend doing it there if you can. But go out and give us a five-star rating. And then if you see it in your heart, Give it a little bit of a review. Tell them, you know, the value that you get from this show. That lends some authenticity to it. And then, of course, so you don't miss a single episode, hit that subscribe button. That's it. That is all I need from you to help keep this thing growing. 
And I would really appreciate that help. All right, let's get into it. So the question that I left you off with was, what does this have to do with leadership? Me saying yes to these three things. What does that have to do with leadership? So for the people out there who've been listening for a little while, you already understand that I talk about leadership on three different fronts. I talk about, talk about leadership at work, at home, and in the community. But you've also heard me talk extensively on having a vision for your life. And right now, I'd like to read you a couple lines from my vision. So bear with me here. And by no means am I telling everybody that they need to go out there and be a Christian. I'm not shoving religion down your throat. I'm just telling you what's in my vision. I, Steve Baumgartner, am a child of the one true God and embrace the true nature and greatness associated with this title. My decisions are driven by this ancestry. In another portion of my vision, I state, I lead my family in the same ancestry that I possess. My family learns the word, lives the word, and is consumed by the word. I do this by engaging with my family, teaching them, growing with them, and striving to be the best man that I can. Yet another spot says, I give abundantly to the church and also fund anti-trafficking organizations. And then last but not least, I also state, I do not fear speaking in matters of truth. So let's look at these decisions one by one. The first one, I was invited down to Memphis by We Fight Monsters, who's an organization that I support. This organization helps people that are in great need. And they help a lot of victims of human exploitation and trafficking. So when I look at my vision, being a Christian and stating my decisions are driven by this ancestry puts a lot of onus on how I should be living my life. When we talk about things, but we don't act, we don't get involved. How is that how Christ would behave? If I'm going to state that this is my ancestry, I should be carrying out the family crest. I also state that I lead my family in the same ancestry. How can I show my children what it's like to live this life of a Christian, to have this ancestry? without showing them what it truly looks like. It's not going somewhere once a week. It is an action. Love is a verb. Being a Christian is love. Therefore, Christianity is action. 
And when I state I give abundantly to the church and anti-trafficking organizations, giving isn't simply money. It's also time and talent. So this is an easy decision for me. I took a look at everything else and I prioritized it and I'm going to do it. So I'll be down in Memphis. Uh, I believe it's the third weekend of this month. Yeah, I got a lot going on, but this aligns with my vision and I need to do it. The second decision around this man possibly needing a sponsor. (laughs) This was another easy decision because all of those same points that I just talked about are all of the same points that I would talk about with this one. Easy decision. Now, taking on the coaching at the gym, you know, a lot of people would say, Steve, your plate is full enough. And it is pretty full. But I say that people prioritize what they see as a priority. And I will find the time. I will find the time in my schedule to make this happen. Why? Because my vision states, I do this by engaging with my family, teaching them, growing with them, and striving to be the best man that I can. And I found that jujitsu is helping me become the best man that I can be. It also is helping my children become the best people that they can be. Because they're learning discipline. They're learning respect. They're also learning how to protect themselves. And it's strengthening our bond. Why would I say no to that? However, there is times. There are times, excuse me. When we have to say no. But those times should be just as easy. To come up with a decision for no. It may be a little bit difficult to tell somebody no, but it should be easy to come up with the answer. For example, a couple months ago, I was offered to be a podcaster for an organization. Now, don't get me wrong. This organization is absolutely phenomenal. I'm very good friends with the owner, or I guess I shouldn't say very good friends, but I'm pretty good friends with the owner. It's a great organization, does a lot of good. It's in a specific niche. But when I looked at it, looked at this opportunity, and I measured it against my vision, it didn't line up with what I had in my vision. It wasn't going to hurt me, but it also wasn't going to help me get to my vision either. And some have told me, Steve, you're missing out on a huge opportunity. Well, that might be true. It might be true that I'm missing out on an opportunity. But that opportunity isn't the one that I am setting for myself. I would not be being true to myself. So sometimes in leadership, we have to make bold moves. And a lot of times that's either a yes or no decision. We can't sit on the fence. But but to 
be bold. To be bold, we must be living for the end goal. And that goes beyond, you know, what I was talking about as a vision for myself. It could be the vision for a company. It could be the vision for a community organization. Damn sure better be the vision for your family, right? Some other examples is I said yes over the last couple of years to homeschooling our children because it lines up with our vision better than public school does. And everything should be guided by this. All right, so I, I digress to keep from rambling. Let me just leave you with this. Go, firm up your vision. If you don't have one, you need to figure it out, all right? And I know looking at a vision, it's a daunting task. And if you've never done one, you're probably already lost. So I'm going to offer this up today. If you do not have a vision for your life, contact me and I'll help you get started. Once that you have that vision, though, you need to really learn how to say yes to things that line up with it and no to what does not line up with it. And that takes some practice. A lot of times, you know, for me, I've gone 48 years with saying yes or no to different things without a vision, right? Excuse me. I've had a vision for quite a few years now. So 40 some, let's just say 40 some. But I would just say yes or no because of whatever, right? I wasn't prioritizing things in my vision because I didn't have one. So what did I do? I sat in front of the TV. I didn't do things with my kids. I made a whole bunch of bad decisions because I didn't know what to say yes or no to. So once you have your vision, you need to learn how to say yes and no to different things. And then remember always, remember this always, to embark on any journey, you got to know where you're at today and where you're going. Otherwise, to put it simply, you're lost. So once again, leaders, you have come here to listen to a message, but listening is not enough. What are you going to take and apply this week, this month, and this year from this episode? And I want you to remember, when you become a better leader, you become a better spouse, a better parent, a better coworker, and ultimately that person that others want to follow. So I invite you to grow in your leadership skills for your family, for your community, and for the ones you lead at work. But above all others, do it for yourself. Once you put on that oxygen mask, you can help everybody else. So go out there and lead with intent, my friends. You have just experienced the heat and pressure of the forge. Remember, words without action are meaningless. Now, after the heat of the forge, shape your thoughts, quench your brain, then put your new tools to use, adding to your leadership. Tune in next week for more lessons from the forge.